So if you're a performer and you are a little bit disappointed with the support that you've been getting in terms of the things you really need, uh, the things you need in life, the things that an association would provide for you, well, look at this guy waiting to be on the, uh, on the podcast with me. Tim Friedlander is going to talk about NAVA, the National Association of Voice Actors, and we're going to discuss deeply their biggest their biggest goal, which you're going to love. And we'll do that on this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. So usually when I see Tim Friedlander, it's across the table at some restaurant somewhere where we're getting together to talk about voiceovers, sometimes with the Voices Anonymous group, sometimes uh, with other organizations that we're both members of. Uh, but Tim Friedlander, Soundbox LA, and you've probably heard of Tim if you've ever tried to convert non-union work to union work, or just wanna know more about that process, whether you're in the union or not in the union, because paymasters can be very valuable in either case. Um, but today what I want to talk to Tim about is something that he laid on me like a bombshell at the last moment we were across from each other and he was chowing down on a burger and I was having my, you know, jambalaya or whatever I was having. Uh, he mentioned just casually that he has, uh, helped form a new organization for the benefit of voice talent called the National Association of Voice Artists. Did I get that name right? Voice Actors. Voice actors. Thank you for the correction. Okay. National Association of Voice Actors. The URL is navavoices.org. So navavoices.org, or do you want to pronounce it NAVA? We're going to have to have a, a how'd you say entry as to how you pronounce NAVA. How do you pronounce it? We've been pronouncing it NAVA. Navavoices.org. Okay, great. Navavoices.org. Yep. So why another organization for voice talent? We've got uh, all these different people who want to uh, organize us and have live events and do outreach and all that. I know the reason, I know the answer to this question, but I want to hear from you why another voice actor, voice artist uh, uh, organization? Uh, great question. Uh, we, for, for those who don't know, I've been running the Gardner Collective, VoiceOver Collective, Gardner Street Workout Groups, and we've been doing that now for about seven years. And over the course of those last seven years, we have grown into a fairly large group of voice actors globally, um, primarily nationally, uh, primarily based in Los Angeles. And about three or four years ago, I connected with Karen Guilfrey, who runs the Voice Actors of NYC group. Opera in a closet. Exactly. And... <laughs> She and I realized that we were doing a lot of the same stuff. We're putting on a lot of the same classes. We are working with educating voice actors. We're working on discussing how to convert work, which you mentioned earlier, converting from non-union to union. And a lot of these stuff, these things that we're already doing, we started talking about figuring out a way that we could, instead of doing these two separate groups, New York and Los Angeles, kind of combine these into, into one, one group. And one of the other things that we both have been doing is helping financially with voice actors for the last about two and a half years through, through, through COVID. Um, we had done this, started with the Gardner Collective Fund, which was just other voice actors in the LA community donating to a fund, and we were helping out other voice actors um, 
And then with, unfortunately, with the unfortunate passing of Brad Venable um, in uh, a little over a year, a year ago, um, we ended up putting together the, converted that into the Brad Venable Fund. And in the course of the last year and a half, we've donated two other voice actors and uh, voice actors have donated to our group about fifty to $60,000 that That's we've given out. And getting to a, that kind of a level, we needed to do figure out a way to make sure that we were doing this properly. And the obvious step for this was to combine our forces and make a 501c3 that would allow us to provide the benefits to the to our group, um, allow us to do it in a way that people could donate to us and get tax deductions. And in order for us to be able to handle this transparently and clearly and effectively for our groups. Okay. And that so was for people that don't know, yeah. 501c3 is a nonprofit designation. It allows you to accept donations, have tax, uh, it has tax implications, et cetera. It's yeah. the right way to do these sorts of things. Correct. Yes. Yep. And they're, they're you know, if you look at, at most of the other groups that, that you've seen in the voice actor groups, the one, the organizations that are offering fairly large events, you'll notice that they're all 501c3s, um, or majority of them are. Um, we are currently a public 501c3 which means that we are open to anybody who wants to join. There are no membership dues currently, and there are no fees to join. All right, so let's talk about this for a second, because I tried to give you some money the other day when I went to the website, and I wanted to join. I wanted to have the highest membership. I wanted to, you know, I want to be uh, on Team Tim. Okay. <laughs> and there was no place where I could give you money. What's the story on that? So currently, in order for us to have this public um, public uh, 501c3 designation, that means that we have to be open to anybody who wants to join. And we are, for anybody who doesn't know <laughs> the way I, I operate, I'm like, oh, I have an idea. Let's just do it. So we did this thing. And so then, much, so much I can relate with there. Okay, yeah. go for it. Um, and, th and then we had to say, you know, then we had to take a step back, meet, met with lawyers and, you know, meet with, you know, tax agents and everybody to make sure that we set, set everything up properly. And currently have chosen to offer this as a public 501c3, which means no membership fees or no membership dues. We are currently have a membership committee. We have a board um, for the, the NAVA board. We have an advisory board. There's about 15 people on our advisory board. And one of the, one of the boards is, uh, one of the, the committees is figuring out how we're going to offer membership tiers. And there will be a free, currently open free tier. And then from there, there will be other tiers that you can join. Um, but that's going to be coming down the line once we have the group a little more established and once we are able to have a kind of a core group of people who understand what we're doing and are interested like you in joining to get these other benefits that that will be um, coming down the line later. So that's really the big boomer surprise in this is the other benefits that will be coming down the pike. One of the reasons that you shared with me that you created NAVA did I pronounce that right? Yes. Yep. Perfect. Exactly. Uh, is a clear need and lack of insurance, health insurance for voice talent that aren't members of the union, number one, and number two, aren't making enough money when they're in the union to qualify for, uh, for the health insurance that the union offers. Or they've approached, uh, like here in California, covered California or Obamacare or uh, healthcare.gov, and the prices are just crazy. Um, <clears throat> and the benefits aren't necessarily what they need to be. You, 
let me know that one of the core goals of your organization is to uh, provide a possibility for people to uh, get health care. And that's just huge, man. It's just huge. Uh, certainly physical health care, uh, the body um, is is something that we all need, especially, you know, with the pandemic and, and sort of the added pressure of that. But mental health, uh, uh, the, the, the business that we're in that engages us in negative ways all the time, uh, when you're running bare without insurance, you're really risking your future. Yeah. So tell me more about why this is one of the core reasons that, that you're creating this organization. It, it was, it was kind of accidental actually. Once we, once we formed an associ association, um, what we discovered that was with um, changes in, in the healthcare laws uh, about two years ago is that a lot of these, uh, some of the, the regulations were relaxed, which allow associations of like-minded, like-grouped people to provide health insurance. Yep. And there's a group out there right now, Freelancers Union has been doing this for quite a while. They offer group health insurance to freelancers. And they're all, that's just general freelancers if you were a freelance artist. Uh, or freelance in any industry, actually, you can join the freelancers yeah, yeah. union. Um, we yeah, there's lots of examples of of sort of mutual support organizations. I mean, if you're <clears throat> if you're a golfer, you can probably join some sort of a you know a golfer organization that that says, oh, by the way, if you want to go over here, we have mutual of Omaha or whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. the, but in this case, it kind of ties in perfectly with the very noble uh, uh, notion of the memory of Brad Venable. Uh, for those of you that, by the way, don't know who Brad Venable is, he was one of my very first clients. Oh. And he uh, went on to be very successful in uh, animation and video games. He unfortunately passed away uh, a couple years ago and everybody misses him. He was such a joy to be around. Big old guy like me. And we'd be in the union hall together, and it was awesome. Anyway, yep, yep. Brad's memory really uh, is is uh, lending itself to, you know, this this notion of, of mutual support uh, when your fellow voice talent is struggling, and you can help because you're maybe doing a little bit better than before. Uh, it's it's like one of those mutual aid societies. So you see those all over the place, and is that what Nava is? That's definitely definitely how, how it started. And that is our kind of our primary purpose. Our goal is to help help with struggling voice actors as needed. That is part of our membership committee as well as figuring out how we're going to going to, to handle the fund for those in need. But, you know, providing health care is a great way to do that. It's going to allow people to take some of that pressure off if they're able to, to get a lower, you know, lower premium every month, if they're able to insure their family in a way they weren't able to before, if they're able to maybe leave a leave a cobra plan that is extremely expensive and find something that's going to be equally beneficial for them um you know we are currently in the organization stages of this which means we have to develop we have to create a pool which means um starting next week on um early next week we're going to be going to be well actually it's already going it's, on as people are watching on. as we're watching this for right now right. this is open you can go to navavoices.org and there is just at the very top it'll be complete the healthcare census it's an opportunity for people who are interested in getting information. They can fill out their information. They become part of our, our original pool of submissions that will go to our, to the different health insurance companies that we're, that we're applying to. 
And based on this initial pool of people, we will get then our benefits package or our premiums based on this pool of voice actors. I imagine that you didn't plan on becoming a bit of an expert on all the different health plans and health organizations that are available out there. Not you at all. Mentioned, you mentioned one to me, I think it's called Cielo Star. Cielo Star is one, yeah. I'd never heard of before and neither had the people around me that I've been talking about this with. And then there's Aetna and Blue Cross and Blue Shield. The big question would be for people who have already been through the process of either Covered California or, uh, you know, nationalhealthcare.gov. What's the what's the advantage of going to you? Are you looking for a lower price point for people? Are you looking for the benefits that really voice talent need, like making sure that there's ENT coverage and things like that? What's what's the all, all of those we with the with the. The groups that we're looking at, we're actually able to get uh, national health coverage in all states except for Hawaii. And Hawaii is very small. They have Kaiser Permanente, and they have one other one other small group that that offers healthcare in Hawaii. So um, we're going to be offering the current information we have, and this is all subject to change based on the pool that we get and once the applications are in and everything. So based on the information we have now, we're going to get a national plan that will be the same rates across all states. Okay. And you're looking for those rates to be lower than what they could get on the marketplaces that are currently available for healthcare, right? As, as an individual, correct. Yes. We won't be able to compete probably with, you know, with, with a business plan, with a company that's been in business for years, that's had established plans going forward. You know, we won't be able to compete with sag after healthcare. The, the, the healthcare rates are phenomenal for those who are able to do it. So our- But the, the qualification- has become so much more difficult since the kind of implosion during the the right. the, uh, the pandemic. So I can certainly see the demand for this. And I mean, this is really, I don't want you to bury the lead on this. You know, yes, we, we see an organization, we go, okay, great. Maybe we can learn to be better voice talent. Maybe we can learn about uh, opportunities in the space and maybe we can learn about equipment and we can go to a convention in Vegas and get drunk each night or whatever. But the notion that, this organization would actually help make all of our lives better on a holistic level with uh, the opportunity for health insurance. Can you talk a little bit about uh, just the, the and maybe you can't, I just feel free to say, no, you can't. Uh, but, you know, when you look at uh, the thousands of dollars a month that some people are spending either individually or on a family basis, <clears throat> for health insurance, is there anything you can do about that price point, or what are you aiming to do? Our our, our aim is to make that a much more um, much more beneficial price point, a much lower price point than what somebody could get on. The can you talk market. about numbers at all? We don't have number. Numbers are going to be based on our census pool, and um, you know we have we we can we have an idea of where we would like to be based on what people have told us, um, and what people you know based on what we have heard people are paying. Um, but I, I don't want to put out numbers because they're they're going to change. It's going to be contingent on the company, whether it's United, Aetna, whether it's Blue Shield, Blue Cross, whether it's Cielo Star, whether it's Oscar, whoever else comes to the table with this. It's going to vary. It's going to depend on what our pool is. So our our biggest our biggest our first hurdle right now is what's happening currently, which is creating this this census pool, and we're putting together as many people as we can. We're reaching out. We're gonna we're trying to do a press. You know, groups like this, we're reaching out, we're trying to reach out to other organizations, other magazines, we're trying to reach out to online casting sites and get this information out there because this, our goal is for this to be 
a voice actors union, regardless of affiliation, union affiliation, non-union affiliation, FICOR, non-jurisdictional, whatever market you happen to work in, that this will be- Just to be clear, you said the word union. You don't mean a competitive union with SAG-AFTRA. You mean an organization, an association, yeah? Yeah. Sorry, yes, correct. We're an association that is, uh, doesn't, your other affiliations um, are all welcome in this association. So one one more aspect of the insurance thing that I just want to touch on briefly. People are always very concerned that the doctors they want to see mm-hmm. are doctors that your insurance are going to allow them to choose. And you said something to me again over your burger that uh, I was really surprised about, that the vast majority of doctors are in multiple uh, programs that there's there's coverage that we wouldn't expect to be as widespread as it actually is. Can you talk a little bit about that? What what we've learned in the last couple of months is there is a for the most part there's a national database that the insurance companies go off of that doctors can be affiliated with, and if they're on this database, they're covered under that insurance plan. And the multiple different um, different insurance companies use the same or similar database of doctors to choose from. Again, until we actually get the actual plans in front of us and are able to say, yes, you can, you know, you can and can't keep your doctor or go with you, you know, but it's, it's the same thing as if you were to change health, you know, you change companies, you work for a different business and you go from United to Aetna, you may not be able to keep your doctor, you may not be able to keep your health plan. Um, But so what, you know, our goal is to find the group that's going to offer the largest coverage across the United States, that's going to have the most access to the most doctors that, as much as possible as we can get. But again, this is all, you know, our goal is right now is this pool is our census and we need the most amount of people on this pool from every state. And we're gonna get as many people registered on this as possible. All we're doing for this pool is gathering up information that's required by the healthcare companies, which is, which those who go, once you go to the census, you'll see what's on there. We've made it transparent. We've made it clear as far as what information is required by the insurance companies and what information we as NAVA are asking for us to know where you're coming from, how you heard about this, some some basic questions in there. Um, also, a couple of questions regarding uh, where you are as a voice actor in the industry. Yeah. So the URL, the URL for this uh, census, which is basically a form that you fill out, is on the screen right now, and we're going to keep it up for the rest of the the podcast. Listen, Tim Friedlander is a giver. Let's talk about Tim as though he isn't really. <laughs> on He's a giver. He has a, a weekly workout. VO Weekly Workout. He's got the Gardner Street Collective. He's got the Brad Venable Fund. He's got this new NavaVoices.org, this new National Association of Voice Actors. And the the goal here, or the 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 marching orders, if you will, if you're watching this, is to go fill out this census form and to give Tim the ammunition he needs to create this organization and to create the offering of uh, of something that is desperately needed, especially among performers. Um, the, the notion of, of healthcare is just, it's just vital. You know this, I don't have to sell you on this. And then beyond the healthcare thing, which is truly for me, the most uh, amazing draw, is the fact that it's not being organized by people who don't understand the industry. Tim also is really, really well-versed in being in providing paymaster services and conversion services and going from union to uh, non-union to union work. And like, I see Tim 
looking at a problem and going, how do we fix this? And I love that about you, man. It's just, it's so awesome. Uh, you're talking to the union all the time. You're talking to people who are non-union, people who are FICOR, people who are are uh, doing non-jurisdictional work that nobody's even heard of before, right? There's no contract that exists for some of this stuff. And so when I look at uh, Tim's mouth, if it's moving, it's time to listen. And so please visit navavoices.org. There's a big ass link right on the front page for the, the, the census, fill it out, help build this new organization. If there was ever an organization that had the potential for success, this is it. And I plan on supporting it any way I can. I beg you to take money from me, Tim. I don't know what I need to do to make that happen. If you need my support in any other way, I'm happy to serve. Uh, you tell me, but I wanna make sure that people know that this is something that they should take action on right now, because the more information you have, the faster you can get to that position, correct? Correct, and we're looking at potentially, if all, if all goes well, being able to offer health insurance starting in September of this year. Wow. Um, with now, if, if that not, means you watching this, you have to help this happen. So go fill out the census form, tell them what you want, tell them what you have, tell them where you are in your journey, give them the information that they need, and let's get this thing going, all right? Tim Friedlander, everybody, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I, uh, if you like what you're watching in this, uh, in this uh, podcast, go ahead and smash the like button so that it's unrecognizable to the next person that comes along. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, share this with another actor, especially another voice actor, who may benefit from it by just going up to the address bar, grabbing the URL and shoving it along to them in a forward. Uh, and thank you so much for watching and for listening. I'm David H. Lawrence, 17th, and I will see you in the next episode of the VO Heroes podcast. <laughs>